The Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, Episode 42. In the last episode of the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, we looked at the book, Partners in Pleasure, Sharing Success, Creating Joy, Fulfilling Dreams Together, by Dr. Paul Pearsall, published in 2001. In this book, Dr. Pearsall describes being on Hawaiian time and experiencing Polynesian paralysis as a different way of viewing time that allows a person to be in the present moment and enjoy life. The Hawaiian concept of time is more like the Zen view of time as opposed to the Western notion of a ticking, interval-oriented mechanical clock. Hawaiian culture teaches a balanced, aligned, and totally connected way of living in harmony with nature. In Hawaii, it is a natural way of life and part of their culture to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Today we look at the book, Double Lives, Crafting Your Life of Work and Passion for Untold Success, written by David Heenan and published in 2002. David Heenan was born in 1940 and attended the College of William and Mary, where he earned a degree in economics. He went on to earn a master's in international business from Columbia University and a Ph.D. in international business and applied economics from the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. He has served as a faculty member of the Wharton School and the Columbia Graduate School of Business. He also served as the Dean of the Business School at the University of Hawaii and later as the Vice President for Academic Affairs, also at the University of Hawaii. David Heenan served in the U.S. Marine Corps from 1961 to 1965 and earned the rank of captain. As a businessman, he worked with Caltech's Oil Corporation, McKinsey & Company, First National Bank, and Citicorp Bank. He also served as president, chief executive officer, and chairman of the board on several organizations. As an author, Mr. Heenan has written articles for leading publications such as the Harvard Business Review, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and the Christian Science Monitor. He has also written or co-written nine books on business, leadership, and the quality of life. In his book, Double Lives, Crafting Your Life of Work and Passion for Untold Success, Mr. Heenan looks at the lives of ten remarkable individuals who pursued multiple interests that contributed both to happiness and their personal fulfillment. Although the book focuses on people who lived extraordinary lives and made significant contributions to their professions or passions in life, Mr. Heenan points out that anyone can craft a double life. All he or she needs to scale new heights are imagination and drive and some helpful tools to aid the process. On page 7, the author outlines 20 keys to a double life. These include Listen to your heart. Define success in your own terms. Aim high. Take one step at a time. Deliver daily. Learn from your failures. Ignore the naysayers. Focus, focus, focus. Avoid distractions. Never stop learning. Plan and persevere. Recharge your creativity. Reinvent yourself. Savor serendipity. Start now. The ten people featured in the book, Double Lives, are Winston Churchill, author, artist, 
orator, soldier, and statesman. Noria Oga, professional opera singer, licensed jet pilot, symphony conductor, and chairman of the board of Sony Corporation. Sally Ride, the first American woman in space. She was also a physicist, professor, author, tennis player, entrepreneur, and scientist. Ron Kent and Chuck Watson, two businessmen with artistic talents who live in Hawaii. Tess Gerritsen, physician and author. Larry Small, the secretary of the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C., and also an avid collector of indigenous art, a flamenco guitarist, and a former executive of high-powered financial institutions. Jim Wolfenson, president of the World Bank, Olympic fencer, Australian Air Force flying officer, expert cellist, Wall Street guru, and arts baron. Jose Rizal, the national hero of the Philippines, he was also a novelist, poet, painter, sculptor, scientist, educator, and surgeon. He was also an expert swordsman and marksman who spoke 22 languages. Tom Lynch, a poet, author, essayist, and undertaker. For each of these 10 individuals, the author describes how they overcame challenges, were open to new ideas or adventures, and discovered multiple talents and creativity in combining their work with their passion or avocations. Polynesian paralysis is mentioned on page 87 in the chapter about the two businessmen living in Hawaii who discovered a passion for art, Ron Kent and Chuck Watson. Mr. Heenan describes Hawaii as the ultimate place for fun in the sun, with an environment better known for vacations than avocations. Ron Kent was a successful and well-known stockbroker in Honolulu for many years. Ron married his high school sweetheart, Myra, and they lived in Hawaii in the 1950s when Hawaii was still a territory. Later, after finishing college at UCLA, they returned to Hawaii in 1965, where Ron became a stockbroker. In 1975, Myra gave Ron a small toy lathe, and he began to turn shapes using driftwood found on the beach near his home. Soon he would graduate from the toy lathe and buy a real woodworking lathe. Twenty-three years later, he retired from selling stocks to focus on his woodworking art, mostly bowls and platters made from Norfolk Island pine, an invasive species of tree imported to Hawaii for lumber. Charles Watson, also known as Chuck, was born in Canada in 1915 and moved to California with his family when he was a boy. During the Depression years, he worked as a carpenter. Chuck earned the nickname Tiger as a boxer and remained undefeated in 1939. He studied engineering briefly at Santa Monica City College, but he had little other formal training when he came to Hawaii after World War II as the manager for McNeil Construction Company. In 1950, he was appointed as general superintendent at Hawaii Dredging, where he worked his way up to become president of the company before he retired in 1980. While Chuck was visiting the Bodoin Temple in Japan, in preparation for building a similar-style Buddhist temple in Hawaii, he became friends with a sculptor named Nasamu Noguchi. Chuck must have been inspired by Noguchi because later in his life, after retiring from construction work, Chuck would reinvent himself as a sculptor and go on to create many art pieces out of metal and stone. 
You can find artwork created by Charles Watson at several notable locations in Honolulu. The author describes both Ron Kent and Chuck Watson as engineers of Hawaii's artistic dreams, yet their real work of art was crafting double lives, each scaled new heights in both business and the arts. In the process, they brought new dreams to life and put old myths to rest. All these individuals, and the author himself, were successful creative individuals who excelled in a variety of activities during their lives. They all suffered hardships and challenges, but they found ways to overcome obstacles and accomplish their goals. It is not clear if any of these individuals suffered from Polynesian paralysis that would result in being lazy or wasting time. But you can bet that all of them took time each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Part of living a double life is the ability to have a healthy work-life balance and incorporate your passion with your vocation. If you recall the 20 keys to a double life, according to the author, some of them are listen to your heart, which could involve being still and quiet, focus, 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 and avoid distractions, both of which involve paying close attention to yourself and others. Start now, which involves being in the moment. These are qualities of Polynesian paralysis. On the other hand, the author does feature many individuals who achieve great individual success and wealth, which are not always the result of a relaxed lifestyle or living in harmony with nature or Polynesian paralysis. Having lived and worked in Hawaii for many years, I am sure that the author meant no disrespect to the Hawaiian people or culture with his use of the term Polynesian paralysis. I believe that he would support a double life that includes hard work and taking time each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. A healthy work-life balance is possible even when you experience Polynesian paralysis. In the next episode of the Polynesian Paralysis podcast, we look at the book, What Would You Do If You Had No Fear? Living Your Dreams While Quaking in Your Boots, written by Diane Conway and published in 2004. Until then, please take a few minutes each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Enjoy Polynesian Paralysis, the sensible approach to mindfulness.